I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to r slash entitled parents, where this mental Karen attacks an innocent person for wearing a t-shirt. Karen nearly attacked me because of a shirt. So recently, I, a 30-year-old woman, went on vacation. While on vacation, I stopped at a couple of those wacky tourist shops. You know, the ones filled with crazy shot glasses and t-shirts. While in one of them, the cashier was wearing a shirt that said, not today, Karen. I told her I thought the shirt was funny, and she then tells me that they sell the shirt in the store. I, of course, rushed to buy one. Fast forward a couple of days and I'm back home from my vacation. I decided to go out for dinner instead of cooking, so I tossed on some clothes and headed to my favorite sushi place. I hadn't realized until I got there that I tossed on my new Not Today Karen t-shirts. Honestly, I didn't think anything would happen because, come on, it's a t-shirt. But I was wrong. I go in, eat my fill of yummy sushi and leave. As I'm heading to my car, I hear someone dramatically gasp in shock and then say loudly, How dare you? I turn to see what's going on, only to be met with a Karen marching right up to me, dragging her, I'd say, four-year-old looking daughter with her. She was the typical Karen, from her haircut to her overly priced, ill-fitting clothes. This bleach blonde menace gets right up in my face and starts shouting at me, How dare you wear such an offensive shirt? That is a racist term. You might as well be wearing a shirt with the N-word on it. Mind you, she didn't say the N-word, but the actual word with a hard R. Her daughter started wailing because her mother was screaming. And I kind of think because every time I took a step back, trying to avoid the literal spit flying from her mouth, she would sharply step forward jerking the kid with her as soon as she noticed her daughter crying she started screaming about how i'm scaring her with my offensive shirts she just kept going on and on getting louder with every word you should be ashamed of yourself she jabbed her finger at me and started shouting about how people like you should be arrested for hate crimes i rolled my eyes and turned to leave I was full of sushi and honestly, I couldn't care less about her BS. I barely took a step forward when I was shoved from behind and nearly fell over. Don't you dare walk away from me, you dog. I readjusted myself, walked up in her face and said calmly, touch me again and see what happens. She backed up and started shouting about how dare I threaten her and her daughter. I said she's the one who shoved me and if she tried that again, she would regret it. She started screaming about how I assaulted her and her daughter. Someone call the police! Apparently, Karen didn't know that the sushi shop I was just in is a local favorite of the police. There were two officers in there eating and they both witnessed the whole thing. I'm also a bit buddy-buddy with the police that frequent the sushi place because one of my close family friends is an officer and he always talked about me like I was his kid. Also, whenever I go there, I usually help pay for their meals as a thank you for their service. One of the officers in there recognized me and came out. As soon as Karen saw them, she ran up to them, again dragging her poor wailing child with her and said I'd assaulted her and was calling her horrible racist terms. The one cop, I'll call her Marge, walks over to me and asks me what started it. Now, Marge and I somewhat know each other. Her training officer was my family friend, 
and the two were as close of friends as he was with my family I told her what happened and had to explain the whole karen joke with her She laughed told me I could go and that she would handle it I thanked her and turned to leave as soon as karen noticed I was leaving she screamed louder saying How dare you let that dog get away with a hate crime? I left without any more fuss. I'm not sure what happened to karen. I'm sure the next time I see mars she'll let me know I can't believe that I got attacked by a karen over a shirt now guys a question would you wear a t-shirt that says not today karen because i think i would and i think although it would encourage more interactions like this one it would be quite fun what do you reckon should i release one i can make one it'll be good i've got a merch store as you guys know would you like to see that shirt on my store i can make it pretty sick let me know down below entitled mum was unhappy that i didn't choose an equal number of boy and girl volunteers despite needing an odd number. I was reminded of this today when it popped up in my Facebook memories. I think it fits here. I used to work for a children's science company. One of the things we did was I was paid by the local water company to write a show teaching children about the importance of saving water and ways to do this. It was a 45 to 60 minute show featuring a lot of big over-the-top experiments to both entertain and educate the kids. The whole show was funded by the water company, so the schools get a free show. As such, every school wanted the show and we were performing multiple shows every day for a solid few months. Anyway, enough backstory. Myself and my colleague were at a school performing the water show, teaching the kids about the importance of saving water in our own inimitable, irreverent way. The school had invited parents into the assembly, so we had about 30 or so parents seated at the back of the hall. After the show, which went down an absolute treat, a parent came up to speak to me. My colleague had gone to take some equipment to the car, so it was just myself. This was the entitled mum of this story. Hello, do you mind if I have a quick word? Of course not. Well, let me start off by telling you how fantastic that show was. I was already waiting for the butts. Thank you very much. But my internal monologue, there it is. I was wondering if you'd noticed that you picked more boys than girls as your volunteers rather than an equal number of each? You're asking me if I realized that I didn't pick an equal number of boys and girls as my volunteers. Yes, yes, I was aware of this, mainly because we need an odd number of volunteers in the show. It's very difficult to keep the numbers equal when the total number is odd. The entitled mum looks at me while trying to think. Did you notice that while we picked four boys and two girls for the aquifer experiments, we picked a girl as the solo volunteer for the toothbrushing experiments, and the toothbrushing volunteer does a lot more than the aquifer volunteers do. So yesterday, when we did this exact same show in a different school, we had four girls and two boys for the aquifer experiments, and then a boy for the toothbrush. We always try and keep things as fair as possible. Well, I'm just saying because my daughters were here today and I want them to enjoy science. Well, hopefully they did. I also noticed that on your banner, she indicates a pop-up banner off to one side, you have two boys and one girl on that that's hardly equal true but with the size of the banner three children was the right number two would have left too much empty space while four would have been too crowded then why didn't they pick two girls because we made several mock-ups of the banner and showed them to different children and the most popular design was that one well i don't i interrupt her at this point You may be pleased to see that the information pack that each child gets to take home has one boy and one girl. I pick up the pack and show her. Well, that's nice. She then walks off and a teacher comes over to me. What was that all about? Apparently, I need to find a way to pick an equal number of boys and girls 
despite the total number adding up to an odd total. Oh, for she stops herself. Because you didn't pick either of her two daughters as any of your seven volunteers out of 200 children in the school. Yeah, it would seem that way. What did you say to her? Well, I basically said that seven isn't divisible by two, but across multiple schools, we make sure to keep things equal. And what did she say? That's nice. While admittedly, I do think it would have been slightly more reasonable to have three girls and three boys for the first experiment and then just pick one for the second where you need one person, it's still very obvious that this woman doesn't really care about how many of each gender there are and just really wanted her kids to be involved. Mother tries to force child to ride after multiple incidents. Consent starts from three years old at my job. I teach horse riding to kids and adults starting at age three. That's when insurance will cover them and it's fun to see little kids experiencing ponies for the first time. My boss gives me a heads up that the client coming in is five years old and has ridden ponies 10 hands high for a while with an experienced horse person helping. But they have an issue as the kid is now terrified of ponies in general. So I meet the very polite kid and send her to play with the rocking horses in the waiting room while I find out from mum, the entitled mum of this story, what the deal is. She tells me the kid has been stepped on, bitten, fallen off multiple times, pony has bucked and bolted, and basically you name it and this kid has experienced it. I tell the mother I would give her six lessons to attempt to get the child comfortable around horses, but I did not guarantee I could get her on board. I had serious doubts. In this point in my 10 plus year career, I've never had a kid I couldn't get on board though. We start the session and the mother straight away looks disgusted. Keep in mind, she watched her daughter be injured by the experienced horse friend's lack of knowledge for a year and did nothing. I start the session with the rocking horses. There was no way I was taking this kid to the real thing before giving her some power back and building some trust. We talk about approaching a pony almost as if they're like scratches, where they don't really like you or to be touched. We talk about safe zones and all of that stuff. It took about 15 minutes of an hour session. The mother looked frustrated, but I ignored her. We move out to the real pony, who is 85 centimeters and a cute little fluff ball. She's also older than 30 years, so a quiet grandma who was half asleep. I did not realize that ponies could live that long. What? The kid freezes. So I sit her on a seat outside the yard and I go in. I move all around the pony and gently pat her all over like a soft slap noise to show that she isn't going to move or twitch. I then sit next to the pony's head and start putting scrunchies in her mane and asking the kid to pick them out for me. It took until the last 10 minutes for the kid to even pat the pony. We went on with slow progress like that for another two lessons and had gotten to the point that the pony was wearing a saddle and the child could stand on a mounting block beside her without freaking out. Cue the stupid mother. Just pick her up already. We've been here for three lessons and she still isn't on board. No, when she's ready, I'll ask her if she wants help to get on, but I will not force her. That's what's got you into this mess in the first place. I didn't have anything to do with her getting scared. Who lifted her on board every single time? Because I know she's never mounted a horse herself with her foot in the stirrup, pushing herself up and over. Nobody's ever asked her if she wanted to get on. You just picked her up bodily. But that's what everyone does. And kids don't know what they want anyway. You have to force them to try things. No, you don't. And I refuse to traumatize this child more than she already is. I will never pick her up and put her on, but I will help her do it herself if she wants to. Your child doesn't trust you, the pony, or me, or any adult for that matter, because of what's happened. 
We're trying to build that trust slowly and make her tolerate ponies again It's not a quick fix and what's happened to her would have broken many adult riders. She's five Yeah, I guess remember that this kid at five years old has been kicked by a pony been bucked and bolted fallen off multiple times That's very traumatizing now this argument is happening in front of the kid who was actually having a great session And I thought i'd made a huge breakthrough She then though started to shrink back So I squatted down and told her if you don't want to ride no one's gonna force you here This is all about you not mum after another full session of me standing my ground and not letting the mother bully the situation I had to tell her a few times to stay quiet and not comment I am proud to say the child did get on board and we worked for an hour just getting on and off My back was killing me after because during dismount I bear hugged them from behind and swing their leg over and off But we did it in six months that little girl was riding my shetland 10 hands high on lead in the arena and loving it again Unfortunately covid hit and lessons stopped for under eights until the following spring I hope that little girl didn't go ride somewhere else and get scared again, but it's been years now and I don't know Hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, look, OP, chances are you're never going to know, but that's absolutely fine because you did an unbelievable job here. Imagine trying to do your job with a child. First of all, dealing with kids is hard, especially when they don't want to necessarily do something. And then you've got that kid's mum in the background. Well, to be fair, not in the background, probably right on your shoulder, telling you what to do and how to do your job, pretty much berating you for taking too long to do things. That is extremely challenging. So to deal with not just the child's obvious fears of this thing, but also her bully of a mother telling you what to do and getting this result is extremely impressive. Fair play to you. There is absolutely no way that I would have been able to do that, even if I was an excellent horse riding instructor. Which, by the way, I think one day I could be. I've got the looks for it, you got to say. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.